0: Sometimes we as you know, adults and parents will put a period where God intended a comma. We'll think something's catastrophic where it's just a pause. It's just a transition. It's a bump in the road. And if we do not know how to pause for a second and gather our emotions, how are our children going to know how to gather their emotions?
1: You're listening to What's the Lesson a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most competent version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs
2: turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers,
1: and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go.
2: What's going on, podcast fam?
1: Hey, fam. How are you doing, Jill? I'm well, mirror. I am like so excited to have this episode. I, I mean, to interview one of our most favorite people, but the fact that the three of us really go back, it's been a few years that we've known each other, but to like reconnect and be together right now, my heart is bursting, just full of gratitude. How are you doing?
2: I mean, I'll take some of your energy for sure. I'm excited, equally as excited to have this conversation because we know the value that's going to be behind it because the person that we're interviewing is a gem. We are so blessed to have this person literally in our back pocket because of who she is for the world and just the magic that she puts out. So we won't keep you waiting with any more of our back and forth banter. Coach Dar, Coach Dar, Coach Dar, Coach Dar. Dar. Welcome to the podcast.
0: What's going on, my girls? So good to see you. This is so exciting. I feel like I'm literally in the living room together with my girls, my sisters. So I'm grateful to have this time with you.
2: Oh, well, same. and it, it seems funny because we've been in the living room having <laughs> conversations with you. So living <laughs> it almost, been in your living room it, it almost <laughs> seems unnecessary to be on zoom. But you know, the whole recording aspect and whatnot. But <laughs> we go way back the great connector mm-hmm. for all of us seems to be lululemon always always the red always yep. it literally is the red thread that connects all of our stories so we have had the privilege of knowing and loving and learning from
1: coach star for years now
2: just based on the fact that lululemon connected us all
1: and i mean we could tell our audience what you do coach star but I think it would be really beneficial to paint a full picture for
0: everyone listening around who you are and what you do. Okay. I think I'm going to give a quick fun. I'm a hope dealer. (laughs) You know, I love it. I am a hope dealer. I give people hope. I, you know, God has really blessed me with the ability to teach and spread news about mindset, how to show up and have hope in this world. And I think and awaken, ultimately awaken to awaken their greatness. And I say that because I'm an occupational therapist by background. I started out taking care of traumatic brain injury patients when I started my career. And obviously, the journey is unfolded. And I've had my own health challenges that continue to help me grow. But in that I went from treating patients, to then running healthcare companies, to running other companies, because I went back to school for business along that journey. I wanted to fix healthcare and wanted to, I've always been the person that's like, what if we could change it and then go try? So I've been able to, I've been blessed to be able to do what I call mixing science, psychology, and leadership from all of the years of my experience to then in 2008, I started my own practice. And so I started helping people speaking on mindset because I saw what people were going through and the struggles they were going through. And I'd already helped people in my career overcome the most extreme odds from the most severe accidents. So losing your job or finding your new way or trying to master your game or getting through whatever it is in life. I'm like, that's easy. We got that. Like I've already helped people overcome really, really much harder things. I just need to shift your perspective, give you the tools. And help shift your mindset. And that became literally my whole platform. It wasn't like that was the intention. I just naively was like, this is naturally what I do. I teach in this. And so I have been blessed over the past 13 years now with a private practice where I get to coach professional athletes around the world and CEOs and do leadership advising and help a group that is executives and CEOs around the world and lead and teach. And I get to speak around the country on resilient mindset. And I feel grateful because for so long, I was like, God, what's my gift? Because it seems <laughs> so natural to teach. Yeah. But I didn't know that. And I'm grateful that I get to, I guess, be the person that helps put wind in you know, someone else's sail so that they could go sail and reach their full potential. That, makes, that brings me joy when I see people thrive.
1: That is, I mean, it gives me full body chills. It does. And I love that you have honed all of that down to say you are a hope dealer because you, like you said, your experience working as an occupational therapist, you saw probably the worst of the worst. And I know that Mm -hmm. you've also personally have overcome a lot of adversity and health concerns, but you always have this outlook, this silver lining outlook around life is just getting started if you have the right mindset and for mm-hmm. you sometimes that's all people need to hear is that someone else believes in them
0: yes. so
1: to hear that your experience around working with i mean i i can't even imagine the patients that you saw if you were mm-hmm. working with with people with tbis and traumatic brain mm-hmm. injuries like oh my gosh so to mm-hmm. hear like, you know, someone say, "I lost my job." And you're like, "I know this seems like the end of the world, but I've seen a lot worse, and I believe yep. in you, and like let's <clears throat> push aside all of the noise to to support and give you a plan to overcome these
0: challenges." How yeah. cool that you get to see people's potential. I feel great. That's what I mean. I feel just as grateful now as I did then when someone got back their life. So
1: yeah. It's an honor.
0: I don't ever feel like I have a J-O-B because it's a P-U-R-P-O-S-E. It's a purpose. Oh, look it's at you. It's a purpose. It's true.
1: Oh. It is. And I just kind of parallel what you do to us because we get to see girls at a young age. We really get to see their capabilities. And when when their light is dim, we get to turn it up full wattage. By helping them overcome some challenges as well, so as much as we're in two different worlds, a lot of the things that we do um, is so aligned, and that's why I'm I'm excited to bring you on the podcast and and dive a little bit more specifically, so parents can start to support their own kiddos at home around. Yeah building their resilience. Well, mm-hmm. and have
2: you said something major, right? You're helping people shift their perspective. It yes. can feel like the end of the day. It can feel like the end of the world. You you lose this or you don't win at that mm-hmm. or you get a bad grade here. And oftentimes what we hear from our girls is their parents are the ones having the hardest time Mm. shifting that perspective, right? Because- Mm. Or
1: expectation.
2: In most cases, everything Mm. always works out. I'm thinking of a girl we're working with right now who had a hard senior year and her grades weren't that great. And her mom was just sending out red flags, you know, flares all over. Oh my God, this isn't going to be good. This is going to be good. Lo and behold, of course she graduated and she's off to college in a couple of weeks. It's like- Okay, you can just take a deep breath and shift your perspective. Judge your yes. expectations.
1: Yeah, judge. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that comes from Lululemon. Does
0: it? Yes. Yeah, it oh, does. That's funny. We're
1: judging the clothes. You of course, know, it does. Judge the the red thread.
0: I judge yeah. oh, right. my hair. I'm like, oh, I gotta zhuzh it. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta tweak it a little bit.
2: Yeah. I also love that you pointed out that that wasn't your intention that Mm -hmm. you have followed this calling. So we like to call them breadcrumbs. We're often referring to the connection that we had, the door that was open, the door that was closed. We follow those signs to lead us to where we're going. So the fact that you're doing something now that you could have never pictured yourself doing, I think is such a great call out because our life, and I know you are such a believer in God. I think you have him on speed dial, honestly. (laughs) Um, Our life can change in an instant, right? He can bring us from the back to the front in no time Mm -hmm. flat when we sit here and we dwell on what's happening or not happening based on our own expectations.
0: Mm. 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 (laughs) Amen. I'm like, yes, keep going. But (laughs) But truly, I mean, in that, I just want to say and wrap up, what is being said here. And that part of it is that one, I want to go back to the parents and perspective. If you're listening to this, take a pause for a second. So there's a thing called the power of the pause, P-A-U-S-E. I say things funny. I'm not saying P-A-W-S. I'm saying (laughs) P-A-U-S-E, the power of the pause. (laughs) But in saying that sometimes we, as, you know, adults and parents will put a period where God intended a comma. We'll think something's catastrophic where it's just a pause. It's just a transition. It's a bump in the road. And if we do not know how to pause for a second and gather our emotions, how are our children going to know how to gather their emotions? So I want to say in order to shift perspective, You have to be able to work on your emotional agility. So when your child is going through something, you're not so volatile. And this takes practice. This is what mental conditioning is all about. Practicing this. This is building a muscle. Emotional agility is practicing. So you practice by your daughter or son come to you, your child comes to you, and it's not going as planned. But you know, as a parent, life doesn't go as planned. So you go okay. What are we dealing with? It's not failure. It's only feedback if you allow it. Let Mm -hmm. me get the feedback that is needed from this. Handle it, and then you could still be assertive or stern if you need to on a certain point. You know, you could still put the boundaries in place, but you don't have to fly off the handle. Now, while I say that, I one thousand percent understand being a therapist that you are not perfect. I am not perfect, and that will happen. I'm saying, do you consistently? over time, handle things better, great, then you could, you will bet your tush that your child will then start to handle things better as you handle things better. You may not see it right away, but these patterns will catch up over time. And that's going to help you in your relationship. That's going to help you with your child. It's going to help you with your marriage. And by the way, the most trusted leaders in the world are not the emotionally volatile leaders. They are the emotional neutral leaders not that they don't have feelings they just know how to take something that's come at them quick they neutralize it and they say what is this feedback and what do i do with it because if you've ever been in a storm or been in something and you go to someone who's calm and solid you feel like you could trust them and they could lead you through anything that's what our children are needing to see in us and they need to see that on social they need to see that in the world they need to see this in everyday action because what's happening is they don't have coping skills well, you know why they don't have coping skills because they see adults not having coping skills anymore, literally fighting in a mall or fighting <laughs> in the store or yelling at each other or like, talking about
1: your friend's mom in front yes, of them, like the yes. little <laughs> moments.
0: Yeah, so raise the bar is the other part of this. In perspective, is raise the bar is what I speak about is not doing more, it's just doing what you do well. So, in that part, Jill, when you just said that, that's hey. How could you raise the bar in your conversations you're having? How could you raise the bar in how you show up? How could you raise the bar in your effort and your listening and your attitude and your emotional agility? I'm not saying do more. I'm saying do what you do better every day. Be 1% better in how you show up in this world. That's how we're going to start helping our children. Okay. So, Dara,
1: I am, as a mother, I am soaking all of this up as well as being a leader in the work that we do mm-hmm. i am i am so on board with this and mm. for those who aren't as agile in their conditioning where do they start how do, how do you Great. How do you say okay i want this i want this and i want to be able to practice but where do i the
2: parent that says that sounds great but that sounds great (laughs) and i have this 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 and this on my to-do list have you seen my laundry room probably not because you know everyone has an excuse so how do you get them beyond the excuse
0: okay the number one thing i'm going to say is you have to have some emotional intelligence to say i'm probably the excuse all the time so you need to just have some reflections to say. Hey, every time you make an excuse, you're putting yourself in a fixed mindset. So you can either stay in a fixed mindset and make an excuse all day. And insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Or you step up and you say, hey, when she said that, I re- something pinged at me and I want to be able to do that. Great. You're moving in a growth mindset. Right there, you're already doing something. You have recognition that something needs to change. Amen. Good for you. You have recognition. One, you recognize it. Two. You go, great, this is something that I want to work on. By the way, I'm not asking you to add something else in your day. I'm asking you to handle your emotions. So it becomes where your child comes home, says, hey, I just failed this test. Hey, I got in trouble with something or something happens. And you say, what I want you to do is what I just said is pause for a second because your normal reaction would have been react. Okay. I'm just going to react to this. You feel your blood pressure going up. Take inventory. As soon as you feel this, pause, take a deep breath, and then say, Tell me more. What happened? Don't say anything else, but just say, Tell me more. What happened? Stay neutral for a second. Remember the old adage seek to understand, then speak to be understood. That's what you want to do as a leader and a parent seek to understand. Tell me more. Let them talk. And while they're talking, you're processing. And then you could say, you might even say, give me a minute. I've got to think about what just happened. And then if it's something that you have to make, you know, corrective action on, and you might have said, and it might have been something I told you want to say, I told you this (laughs) 10 times. Yes, Guess what? you could reframe the game and say, hey, guess what? I'm sitting here thinking about this and we've had this conversation before, but you know what? You actually have full control. See what happens is there's consequences to our actions. And we've talked about this. And so there's no sense getting emotional about it. You did this, these are the consequences. This is what's happening. I'm sorry. You have control next time if you want it to go a different way. If that's how the conversation's going, you know. Well, so and I just
2: I have to point out, like. Dar works, like she said, with some of the top CEOs, some of the best athletes in the game. Basketball is really your love, but it's not you. You work with other athletes. As a consumer of sports, we see grown men on the court lose their cool. They they have meltdowns. She's having these same conversations with adult men who make Quite a bit of money playing their sport. These are the same conversations that we need to remind our kids of. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter right. what the moment is. Every human being needs to be refreshed in these conversations yeah. to be able to have these tools and pull them out when necessary. Right. So right. that could be your little pick me up. Well, NBA players are having these conversations too. This is great. I, I can have this
0: conversation Absolutely. with my child. Yes. And here's a perfect example. I will literally tell a player who gets a technical, right? I'll go next time before you lose your cool and take yourself completely out of the game, which just affected the whole team. Now I'll say, remember, they're going to get performance reviewed just like you will. So they made a mistake. If you think they really did and you're pissed about it, I'll say, Just tap your shoulder, look at them, wink and go, I got you and come back and do it better next time and let them get the, what they have to do for corrective criticism and performance through, but you don't get yourself taken out of the game because someone's pushing your buttons, hoping you lose your mental edge so they can get an edge on you. And by the way, children would do that to parents and parents sometimes do that to children. So it's human behavior, but what we want to do as humans is know that we all, from NBA players, NHL players, CEOs, mothers, fathers, everyone, we all get triggered. So what are you going to do the next time you're going to trigger? You're going to pause. You're going to take a deep breath and you're going to go, tell me more. Or what do I need to do about this? What is it that's coming at me? Ask the question because questions help you respond effectively and take you out of reaction mode. And when you look at everything in that way, is it's feedback? And if you cannot, then you will do well. Let me finish my sentence. But I also wanna say, if you can't collect your thoughts fully, pause and say, I need a minute and walk away. Because when a word is spoken, it cannot be taken back.
2: Mm.
1: I mean, <laughs> we,
0: we hear that
1: constantly. Daily. Um, we just worked with a team on Sunday a couple of days ago and after our session was over we had about five minutes left before we sent them out to their parents but we asked them what support do you need from us Mm -hmm. like we're going to come to you with what we think is going to help elevate your mental performance and your confidence in the sport that you're playing and obviously who you get to be off of the field but what else do you need what support do you need from us and they said Every single one of them raised their hand. Every Just single as a one. visual.
2: Every single one of them raised their there hand to say something. And every single one of them said something about their parents. Mm-hmm. Every parents, single one
1: of them. Parents putting too much pressure on them. Parents, they're like, we don't even, we don't play for ourselves anymore because we play for our parents. Uh, expectations. We fear, we fear even playing because we know after the game, like the car ride home is miserable. I mean- yeah it kept going. And it it was was. Mary and I were like, and even the girls that didn't have their hands raised at
2: first had something to add on to somebody else's comment about Mm. their mom and dad. And Mm. I mean, one of them, we were talking about um, handling pressure from like the people in the bleacher seats, right? Because the people in the bleacher seats are usually the ones telling you how to perform and they're not actually (laughs) in the arena, you know, the saying, Mm -hmm. and it's like, That's my mom. That's my dad. They've Mm -hmm. never played the game. And they have all of this quote unquote constructive criticism for me. And it just, I don't
0: have fun playing this sport anymore because of the the backlash. Oh well, let me just say this. Parents, if you're listening to this and you think that's who you are when you're hearing this, you're going, gosh, is that me? It Mm -hmm. might be. And Mm -hmm. I would say, go to your child right now. If you listen to this, say, Hey, are sometimes some of my expectations and pressure too much? I wanna know because I'm gonna say this loud and clear. Would you rather have your child around and not play or would you rather lose your child for the sake of a game? I think you'd say over and over, you'd rather have your child. And what I mean by that is your child might not actually be physically gone but they will mentally be removed and you will lose out on time and memories by pushing them away with these expectations. So please, there is, you know what? Life is about finding a balance. We absolutely have to learn how to play under pressure. Pressure is a privilege. So we want everyone in life, athletes or not, to understand pressure is a privilege. If you've been put in a situation for a game-winning shot or to play the game or to do a presentation at school or whatever it may be, that's a privilege you've earned. So you get to do it. You don't have to accept it because you are there for a reason. God puts you there. Number one, so rise to the occasion. And that takes muscle. Just keep putting yourself in the pressure situations. Number two, there is also a point where you have put yourself too much pressure from other people that are unrealistic is going to crack anyone because it's not realistic. It's not you are not able to meet the standard of what's being put on you. For an example, I had someone that was doing three a days in sports, someone that was going into college doing three a days. They'd already been accepted. They'd already been going. And I said, why are you doing three days anymore? You, you already are conditioned. They're like, well, because that's what my parents said I needed to do. I was like, well, okay, we're going to have a meeting with the parent. <laughs> now, the reason the parent came to me is because the person was having so many mental health issues. And I said, here's the candid conversation. It's coming from you. You've put so much pressure on this child that they can't sleep. So we're going to take away some of these stressors while still conditioning and watch what happened. The anxiety went on, went away. That there was no more depression. Eating was back to normal. The child was sleeping. Everything got better. So you need to have these conversations, and parent, if you are living vicariously through your child, <laughs> that is something you need to go get help on. Right. Okay? I'm sorry. I coach and i'm real i'm a realistic optimism and i'm never going to sugarcoat anything but we are in a mental health crisis and if it's because of us then we as adults need to do something about it so we change again the mental health crisis by how we start changing okay they model behaviors they are learning from somewhere they didn't come out of the womb like this
1: Mm.
2: amen i
0: i feel like we can end our podcast now that was just the (laughs) mic drop
1: moment Coach Star, what I'm what I'm thinking and what I'm ruminating on is we want our kids to speak like we get bombarded with questions around my daughter just doesn't know how to communicate she does, she's lacking mm-hmm. in skills um I, I don't know how to talk to her and listening to you what came up for me was well it's because we're like we're not showing up for them in a way that we're expecting them to show up for us we're not allowing it we're not allowing it so the example of you saying like go to your child and say am i putting too much pressure and expectation on you like you practicing what that looks like in order to receive Mm -hmm. the feedback Mm -hmm. is going to show your child your daughter your son that you're open to working on yourself and then when you are asking them yes. to to talk and open up it's like well this is this is how we do this in our house like mm-hmm. i practice it you practice it so i think there's a ton of room of like in there's a lot of opportunity for parents to turn the mirror on them to practice and ask their kids how they can be better so
0: mm-hmm. that
1: when the parents make the request of their kid it feels like a win-win. It's not a command. It's not somebody pointing from
2: the seat saying, do as I say, not yeah. as I do, right? right. It's, it's modeling the behavior, like yeah. you said. It yeah. leaves room for criticism and feedback to be taken on positively, not negatively.
1: Yeah, and showing that we're human. The work that we do is all stemmed in social, emotional learning, and it's removing the labels and just looking at human beings as human beings. So how can you look at your kids as humans first and then as a daughter and a student and an athlete? But would you ever go to a friend and speak the way that you do to to them? Yeah, to them.
0: It's like we need to connect with them on a human level first. I want to say this before I forget because you just, two things. One, as a parent, I want you to think right now if I asked you, if we were to display in movie theaters across the United States how you parented, mm. who you are, and your story right now, would you be proud of it? Mm.
1: And would it be a blockbuster?
0: <laughs> yeah. Or would it get a lot of Rotten Tomato reviews? <laughs> Well, because if we all sit and we think every day our movie is being literally displayed, are you proud of what your kids are seeing? Would you be proud of your other friends seeing how you speak or talk? Mm -hmm. Would you want your friend's kids to be over at your house? Would the parents of the other friends, would they be going, oh, I want you to be at that household. That's exactly, you know, like Mm -hmm. I feel safe. So this emotional intelligence parents need to have of if a camera was on you and it just displayed, when that child got in the car after the game or practice on how you spoke, would you be proud of it? Have this constant reflection. Number two, what came to mind too is when you go to ask your child, am I putting too much pressure on? If that child has to walk on eggshells every day around you, they're probably not going to answer honestly. You're right. So you have to create first trust and emotional safety in that house. which you're thinking, why doesn't my child feel safe? They may not because right. they're walking on eggshells because you're so volatile and you may ask for feedback but then do nothing about it so why would they tell you the truth. Right. So in order to get the truth out of them, I need you to be able to first make the changes in creating a safe environment. Start letting them see you want to change and you know, grow as a person while still being the parent. I'm not this is not like go free for all. Believe me, I'm about structure and routine and consistency. It's how we help kids, but I'm saying you have to be able to have made the changes and created a safe environment. Because if you are emotionally volatile, you can't receive corrective criticism, but you want to keep giving it. Well, right. then how do you think your child's ever going to open up to you? So create right. that safety. And then your child will start to feel safe talking. And then say, by the way, there are times where we're going to have a discussion and I may not be able to grant the request of what you want, but you will have been seen and heard. But I ultimately, as the parent, have to make the best decision for your safety and for your life. Some days you will understand this and some days you won't. But over time, I hope that you'll see I loved you. I love you. And I'm doing the best to give you a better pathway in life.
2: And I just beautifully said, and I want to point out, you said something about practice earlier. It takes work, it takes practice and we're not acting we're not asking for perfection. We're never asking for perfection. We're asking you to be progressive people and progressive parents and in order to do that you have to practice. Yeah. So,
1: yes, yeah. and be okay to fail Ugh. and show that to your child. I think that is like
0: the most yes. beautiful
1: thing you can show your child is I'm trying to be the best mom or dad to you. And I want you to call me out when I mess up, like bringing them in around what it takes to be an adult and a, you know, it's empathetic, compassionate, vulnerable leader. Yeah. I think that is like such a, a beautiful takeaway in all in everything that we just talked about. But it, it starts with you in order to lead others, in order to lead your family, you have to lead yourself first. And I mean, wow, was this jam-packed with-
2: I mean, nuggets, nuggets, nuggets. So (laughs) Dar, we're obviously going to put your information in um, our podcast notes and we're going to put you all over our social media. So people who don't know you can get to know you. But do you have any other like incredible resources, like books you've written coming out or anything (laughs) like that, that parents can
0: get their hands on? Sure. So February, as of right now, February 28th, My book will be released called The Art of Bouncing Back. You could buy it on Amazon. You actually pre-order it now. You could pre-order now. Go and do it. Go and do it. Yep. You could go go to CoachDar. If you go to CoachDar.com, it'll lead you so you could get the pre-order. And there's a bonus there if you pre-order now that I give you something for pre-ordering. So that, you could pre-order now. It'll be released February 28th. And CoachDar.com is where you can find all of my information. The way people interact with me the most is through Instagram. It's at The Coach Dar. And I have a show every day on Fireside Chat. It's a platform where cubid created at 10 a.m. You can listen back to episodes. It's a dose of Dar. And it's five minutes of mental fuel every day. Just Gosh. five minutes of mental fuel. I mean. A
2: dose of Dar. I'm here for it. Let's go. I need more Dar in
1: my we'll life for sure. Them. <laughs> it, truly. This was like a fiery I'm like a fireside chat. A fireside yes, chat. But it yes. Hit me up. So I'm by my fire. Sorry. Uh, <laughs>
0: right, there. There it is,
1: right
2: there. Uh Dar, we I mean, we don't even have to begin to tell you how much we love and appreciate your time and just who you yeah. are for us. Wow. But we know you're so much bigger than that for this world. And I thank God every day that you found your purpose and your yeah. your almost freely doling it out to people on a daily basis because yeah. we're all better for it so thank you for your time in this conversation um and podcast fam we'll see you on the ne- next episode of what's the lesson
1: we see this every time but wow what a powerful episode these conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired thank you thank you thank you so much for tuning in with us If you're looking for more, head over to girlsmentorship.com slash WTL for the show notes. And if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, by sharing this episode with a friend
2: or on your social media. Two, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review. And three, by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas. We ask questions. So if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the
1: better you do. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.